Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today it's my pleasure to introduce you to Bridget Esselmont. Bridget is a professional tarot reader and teacher, intuitive coach, and spiritual entrepreneur. She's the founder of Biddy Tarot and inspires over 2 million people each year to transform their lives with the tarot. She teaches aspiring tarot readers how to read tarot with confidence with her online tarot foundations, courses, and master classes. Bridget believes anyone can read tarot. She doesn't own a crystal ball nor a crushed velvet dress. She's simply a down-to-earth, practical Taurus who loves to use the tarot cards in everyday life. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be here. Oh, I love it. I love having you come forward and really can't wait for you to share a significant transformation that you've experienced in the last few years, because I know it's big and I know that our listeners would love to hear. <laughs> yes, and, and I'm glad we could extend that to, um, uh, you know, the last few years, because I think certainly the, the turning point or the, the big transformation for me was in 2012. And that's when I said goodbye to my corporate working life and hello to my um, tarot life and really stepping into, I guess, my own power in terms of becoming a heart-based entrepreneur. Um, I, I had built up a sort of hobby or a side business in tarot um, while I was in my 20s and while I was working in um, corporate uh, HR jobs and uh, management consulting. And I always had this little thing of tarot on the side. Um, and it was kind of like my creative outlet because working in like large banks and um, telecommunications companies is, you know, a little bit stifling on the creativity. And so it was my way of being able to express, I guess, my spirituality. Um, certainly in the years leading up to 2012, I started to see an opportunity to turn this into I guess, you know, a business, but also a lifestyle, because I think what I've embraced now is not only is um, my tarot business my main source of income, it's it's permeated through into my life. Um, and certainly when I made that decision in 2012 to leave my corporate job and really, you know, step full time into um, my tarot work, um, that was you know, a, a very transformational moment for me. And it was almost saying, well, it was saying, you know, yes to, um, it sounds awfully cliche, but, you know, yes to living the life that I really wanted to live and the one that I knew that I was here to lead. Mm -hmm. um, and, and now I'm certainly feeling like I'm following my soul's path. And, and what an honor to do so and to have the courage to make that yes. leap. Yes, and courage is an interesting concept because I remember um, I had I had set um, a, a, um, a benchmark, I suppose, where I wanted my tarot work to be generating the same amount of income as my corporate job, and the first month it it, it reached that amount. I thought, okay, that's that's good. Can we can we do it again? And then the second month, the same thing. In fact, it was a little bit more. 
I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And then the third month, and it was like the universe was telling me, come on, Bridget, <laughs> what more signs do you need? Like this is the time to just let go and step forth into that unknown, um, which has now just turned out to be, you know, an, an amazing opportunity um, and something I certainly don't regret. Oh, well, I guess not because the the authenticity and the magic and the money, you know, to, to be earning five times as much and doing exactly what you want to do with your life. How, yes. how does it get any better than that? I know, I know. <laughs> and, and it's funny because nowadays I think to myself, if, if I'm having a grumbly day and I'm like, oh, why am I working so late? I'm like, well, now, like if, if I can't get, you know, time off or the way that I want to spend my time now, I'll never be able to do it. So I keep having to um, remind myself, you know, this is sort of my life now, it's my rules. And I think that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is that you are really creating your own destiny, I suppose, in your own space. Hmm. Such a great story. I just love stories where women take the leap to do what they love and find the life that they dreamed of and then can tell others about it so that maybe they'll have the courage to make those steps. And our background is similar. And I left my job just a little bit earlier than you in corporate America. And boy, I've never looked back. And mm. I'm going to be celebrating nine years this year. And it's just, I give thanks every day. Yes. Every day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I would love and to know. Oh, did you have something more to add? Oh, I was, I was just going to say it almost like I almost feel like I've opened the magic door that only a few people seem to have a key to. And I wish everybody had the key to this magic door um, because I think the potential of stepping in, it's not so much, you know, creating your own business and being an entrepreneur. I think that's magical in itself. But I think it's more about um, stepping into the path that is so resonant with your soul and with your inner being and you know the the place where you feel like yes this is what I'm meant to be doing this lifetime I think when you step into that place it is like opening the magic door and you're like why didn't I see this earlier <laughs> you know why can't more people come into this this space because it's it's an amazing place to be and, and perhaps you, you feel that too oh um, I do I do and I, I just I wonder have you I'm sure you've thought about this enough to perhaps come up with some ideas of, of why others aren't able to unlock the magic door. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think it has a lot to do with us staying in a pattern or a routine or doing what's expected of us. Um, I certainly know that like when I was in my 20s, um, you know, I would studied, I have a master's degree um, and at that point, what was expected, I suppose, was to just keep um, progressing through a corporate career and, mm. you know, work harder and just accept that, you know, your salary only increases by like 2% a year if you're lucky. Um, and so you get into this pattern of acceptance, oh, well, that's just the way it is. And I can only have like four weeks of holiday right. or vacation time a year and that's just the way it is. But I think it's when we start to question that and go, well, is it really that, you know, is it really that way or can I create something different? I think that's when we start to 
um, find our way to that magic door um, and begin to, you know, push it open. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, it's it's when we get to that place of like, yeah, I don't, I don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I, you know, I create my own future. I think that's that's really powerful. I agree with you 100%. It is. It's, it really is learning to live life on your own terms. Mm. And that is magical. And, and questioning everything and, and looking at our attachments and looking at all of these things that, that maybe we haven't questioned before. Mm. Yeah. So as you stepped into your power and left that career behind to, to, to begin your new life and your new business, how does that relate to your being in power, being in your body and your sexuality as a woman? Yeah, I think how does it relate to stepping into my body? I think the more that you, um, again, like take accountability and responsibility for your path and your future, I think that's like that's like harnessing your power, particularly as a woman as well because, um, you know, we're, we're not allowing ourselves to be held back by you know, masculine models, say, that we can see in the corporate world. Um, we, we're really embracing the fact that um, we are women, we can be powerful and <clears throat> we can set our own path. Um, in terms of sexuality, that's an interesting one. I think um, it's, it's always a challenge when you have uh, two young kids sure. <laughs> and a busy business is to find that time to really explore that side. Um, so that's, that's certainly something I'm still, uh, let's say, working with. Um, but it's it is also something I'm mindful of. Um, I, I've just been part of a wonderful uh, group of women who meet each month for a I guess you could say like a women's circle, and a lot of that is about like embodiment and really get to um, experience our bodies again uh, and experience the power. And I, I don't necessarily mean just the physical like right. Um, stuff it's it's more you know being able to give and receive in you know from a place of confidence and a place of comfort as well um being able to hug and share like intimacy i suppose with other women sure that, you know that you don't know which i you know it's just so it's opening my eyes i think that that process so i i, I feel though like i'm a bit of a learner when it when it comes to really stepping into my um, full like embodiment. Well, and I think many of us are, and, and I think that we've, we're relearning, we're remembering. And, and through women's circles, <laughs> everything changes. Learning to trust that intimacy, breaking bread together, being real, all masks are left at the door. All of those things that come with being part of a woman's circle, it just changes everything. And there's so much healing that happens there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I find it quite amazing um, that you can meet with women who you've never met before. And yet, after spending just a short amount of time together, you've created this intense connection with one another. And I think that is really testament to 
our ability as women to connect emotionally and spiritually and to create that safe space to do so. Um, certainly, again, very powerful. Mm. And you also practice yoga as well? Yeah, I, I found, um, I've, I've done yoga throughout my life um, on and off. And just recently I found a type of yoga called tigress yoga. I'm not sure if it's made its way to America. I haven't um, heard of it. I'd love to learn more. <laughs> it's this like, it's an amazing kind of yoga. Just It's just made for women. It's a very gentle style of yoga. So it's not so much about, you know, how much can you stretch or how hot can make the room. Um, but it's all about getting back into your body as a, as a woman. And throughout the yoga session, there's a lot of, um, I would say breath work, but like noisy breath work. So, you know, really every time you're taking that out breath, you know, you're really sighing with it, <sighs> you know, just like letting go every single time. Mm. Um, and even by that simple act of being able to vocalize as you're doing yoga, it just brings you into that feminine power so much. Um, it's yeah, it's it's quite a magical experience. And again, to be in a room like with five or six other women who are practicing this kind of yoga, it's it's a very intimate experience, but also a very empowering experience. Hmm. The only thing similar to that 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 I've experienced is would be Kundalini yoga. Uh, and yeah. so I wonder if they're they're similar because there's a lot of it is very noisy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> my first class, I felt kind of silly, but then you know you get used to it. Yeah, uh, I would. I would hate to think what would happen if someone just accidentally walked in on that in the room or right. you know, walked past <laughs> the room because it does. It does sometimes sound like there's a massive orgy going on, <laughs> and people are enjoying themselves a lot. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Tell us about some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals. Yeah, something I really enjoy doing on a more um, regular basis is working with um, the Quan Yin Oracle. Have, have you heard of that oracle before? I have, yes. She's yeah. all around me. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's this beautiful deck. Um, Alana Fairchild has created um, this Quan Yin Oracle and each week before I start my work week, so on a Monday morning, I'll just take some time to tune in, close my eyes, take a few deep breaths and just ask the Kuan Yin Oracle, like what, what message do I need for this week? And I'll draw a card from that. And the, the beautiful thing that Alana has done with her little book that goes with it is not only does she describe the energy of the card, but she also gives you a really powerful meditation with each of the cards and a prayer that you can say. Uh, and so what I do throughout the week is I'll work with that meditation each day and say that prayer each day so that I can allow the energy of that oracle card to really permeate through um, for the week. Mm. And I've, I've just found that such a centering process. And, and of course, I mean, look, being a tarot reader, I'm also integrating tarot cards with that. Um, but I'm, I'm just really loving the energy of the Kuan Yin as well. I have the book. I don't have the cards, but I do have the book, and I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know, you can't really get a bad card. <laughs> um, well, and there's so, there's so much deepening with, with yeah. what you can do with the prayer and with the meditation and with 
keeping present in in the message and and uh, I have been drawn to Kuan Yin for years and have paintings and cards and pictures and and that energy as the compassion the the love and compassion is is just so powerful yeah and and I find that um you know we do our work online so sometimes we have technical problems or just annoying things that come up during the day and if you're not careful it it sucks your energy away um and you can find yourself consumed with this like lower vibrational stuff that's that's not helping our work um and so connecting in with the Kuan Yin on a regular basis for me personally helps me just reconnect to like what is it that I'm here for come on like let's just get back up into that space where I really enjoy being so that I can deal with these other issues in a much more grounded calm way um, rather than getting really consumed with my day-to-day grind I suppose right right oh I, I completely understand I if I were to do a little comparison and contrast exercise and how I handle that stuff now versus how I did you know, even three years ago, uh, mm-hmm. I, I will just take credit for having come a long way, <laughs> not letting it just uh, make you nuts and suck yes. your joy away. That's just not okay. Yeah. And, and also, I think this is where we're in a really lovely, unique position. Um, because imagine if you were back in your corporate job and you're sitting at your desk and you pull out your oracle cards, like people would think that you're a bit bananas, right? Uh-huh. But we have this wonderful opportunity now where we can um, integrate our spiritual practice with our, you know, business and work practice, where it becomes just so normal and part of our being that of course we would have oracle cards as as part of our working day. I I just think that's, you know, an absolute blessing. Mm, I agree for sure. What comes up for you when you hear the phrase walk in beauty or walking in beauty? Mm, I was just, when I, when you say that phrase, I see like just a beautiful, confident woman, almost like with flowy robes and just radiating golden light. Um, because you know, that, that walking in beauty is, is about having, um, you know, inner radiance that's, it's all coming from within. Um, so often, you know, we think about beauty and that being an external, um, an outside thing that other people will judge whether you're beautiful or not. But walking in beauty to me is so much about that coming from within. I think that's very, very strong. I do too. And I, I agree. And there, there's so many, there's so many ways to define it, but it really does begin right there. It begins with that inner confidence and energy and presence it's Mm. it's a beautiful beautiful a beautiful way to walk through the world that's for sure yeah and i i also get this sense of um like let me see it it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks it doesn't matter if there are people going "Ugh, what are you doing you know why are you doing it that like why are you doing that why are you doing it that way um because (laughs) i see like this walking in beauty is like no stuff you all (laughs) Exactly. This is my path. Yeah, I'm on my path and it's the right path and it, it doesn't matter what other people are thinking or saying because I know this is resonating with me and that's important. 
And that really ties back into the choice that you made for your life. And this is what you knew you wanted to do and you went for it. And then yeah. that created, you know, everything that's come so far. And I know you created um, five simple steps to read tarot with confidence. And I, I just wonder, what was your inspiration for creating that? Yeah, look, when, when I started learning tarot back when I was about 18, um, I just remember feeling so overwhelmed. There were like 78 tarot cards in the deck and I had books upon books and I was trying to memorize all of the different card meanings. And as I went through this process, I was just completely lost. Um, I wasn't getting like the intuitive hits that I was expecting to get from the tarot. And it wasn't until I started making more of a personal and intuitive connection with the cards um, that that's when my readings started to flow. And the way in which I did that was actually not so much about memorizing the cards, but learning how to play with the cards and integrate it into my daily life. Um, <clears throat> and so that's why I've created the five simple steps to read tarot with confidence, because I really want to help people like anybody um, to be able to pick up the tarot cards if they want to and start to use these tarot cards straight away and you know bring the benefit the spiritual um, sort of insight and connection from the tarot cards bring that into their life straight away without having to feel like they've got to sit there and uh, memorize books for several years <laughs> <laughs> right like what makes you qualified to read that you know it's like well yeah. if i if i sit with it and if i'm open to it and if i it's really about being open and trusting what it is you're you're reading what it is you're getting what that message is at least for yourself i mean certainly i think that that um, in your position with the experience that you have and, and all of the people who come to you for, for guidance and support, uh, you know, you didn't just roll out of bed and start reading tarot. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. some, there's some magic and experience in there as well. Yeah, yeah. But I still, like, I, I really do believe that, um, you know, we should all be able to access the tarot in some way. Um, yes, like it does take years and, of practice and experience to, um, you know, get to a place where you're drawing out the very deep and rich insights of tarot, but it doesn't mean that you can't pick up a deck for the first time and start getting insights. Um, and so that's, you know, five simple steps is really to help um, bring to light a couple of, you know, very easy activities that you can do right now to start connecting with the cards um, mm. because, yeah, I, I just, I've seen how powerful the tarot can be in people's lives. Um, more like, you know, often we see tarot as like fortune telling or like tell me my future, when will I meet my <laughs> husband? Um, but where I find the most sort of um, power and, and magic, I suppose, is when we use it more for inquiry, personal inquiry, um, when right. we're already drawing on our own intuitive insights and we're using the tarot to um, just add a little bit of extra insight to what we already know. That's, that's when I see the tarot really coming to, to the forefront. Now, is this particular product also your free gift or separate from your free gift? Um, well, the Five Simple Steps is a free tarot tutorial series. So, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'd love, I, you know, that's something I'd love to offer to the, the community here. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, tell us a little bit how, you know, how that happens and, and what uh, the women will receive. 
Yeah, so um, I think, Shan, you're posting uh, a link to the five simple steps. So once you land on that page, um, you can send in your name and your email and you'll receive a welcome email straight away. Um, and from there, what I have done is every second day you'll receive an activity or one of the simple steps that you can start to use already. And then the two days, in, in those two days, you've got that opportunity to start using that technique um, before you'll get the next technique. And so over the course of 10 days, you'll now, <clears throat> excuse me, have um, these five, five steps that you can start using in your own uh, personal spiritual practice with the tarot cards. Oh, that's great. That's so generous. I look forward to it. As, uh, as we were talking before the interview started, this has just been calling me for years and years for my own personal readings and guidance, and, uh, and I've been offering uh, you know, baby steps and, and little offerings here and there to the community. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's going to be nice to deepen that and to uh, take it an, another step further, and I appreciate that you're going to be sharing that with all of us. What's what's the what's the best way for our listeners and and readers to contact you? I'd love for you to come over to biddytarot.com, um, b i double d y tarot.com. Uh, you can also find me over at Facebook. We've got quite a um, growing, thriving community of aspiring tarot readers, and that's at facebook.com forward slash biddytarot. So those are two great places to connect. Oh, wonderful. And I'll be sure that everything is linked up on our site so that it's easy for everyone to get over to your site and, and join you on Facebook. And I just really enjoyed sharing time with you today and would love to know if there's anything else you'd like to leave us with before we part ways. Well, I just, I, I really want um, the listeners to know that tarot is just such a beautiful way of connecting in with your intuition um, and just, you know, creating that connection with your inner voice, with spirit, with source, whatever, you know, whatever the energy is that um, you feel surrounded by. Um, of course, it's it's one of many tools, but it's a wonderful tool, particularly if you're, if you're a visual person um, or, you know, you need something sort of tangible in front of you to connect with. So I just really encourage um, everybody to open themselves up to that potential and power of tarot. It doesn't have to be scary. Um, it's a very beautiful tool to use. Wonderful. I agree. Well, thank you, Bridget, so much. I'm grateful that you said yes and joined us today. And everyone listening, you can go to biddytarot.com to find Bridget, or you can go to Facebook forward slash Biddy Tarot. I'll have everything listed on the the blog, so no worries if you if you can't jot that down right now. And Bridget, thanks again. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. And I thank you um, for those who are, who are listening as well. It's, it's wonderful to be able to reach out to um, a broader community. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for listening. I invite you to visit transformationgoddess.com to download Walk in Beauty in 15 Minutes, a gorgeous audio series to help you awaken the goddess within you.